Adam and Peter explore the crazy new world. I don't even know where to start today. I've collected like a ton of new things that has ha have happened in the area of AI. Well, so Peter, I'm gonna tell you just three things. Do you have anything to tell us as well? Just three things. Ah, I thought, yeah, a lot. Maybe, maybe we don't want to waste too much time in one session. So that's maybe Adam, if you don't don't mind, just start and see where it takes us. What what I think is fascinating is um, they tested the quality of um, ChatGPT for in when when it comes to answering trivial questions. And Who's there is. They? whoever I, I, I don't <laughs> do you want me to check well um, there some is someone who tested somebody yeah, quite a few data tests, okay. scientists yeah um, scientists <laughs> but the idea is if you ask a chat gpt to give you a synonym for a word and uh, tell it to start to let it start with a letter c or whatever it will mostly fail. So if you tell ChatGPT, um, find an, a synonym for for the word uh, goal that starts mm -hmm. with C. Come on, let me let me just try this out while while you say this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it is um, a synonym for a word that starts with object. The word for goal. <laughs> No, obviously not with C. It, it, it says it's objective, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, and it looks like a chat GPT uh, will be wrong like almost every time mm -hmm. if you ask mm -hmm. such a question. So mm -hmm. chat GPT 3.5, GPT 3.5 will just uh, be right in 13% of um, questions like these and GPT 4.35, which is a terrible quote. So, well, it's not really really a usable use case so if you're in the trivial game trivia game area or if you are looking for a synonym it will just mm -hmm. fail and they figured out that telling chat gpt4 especially gpt4 um to behave like a linguistic expert and trivia game um, brilliant game player something like this mm -hmm. will increase the the rate success rate from incredible 35% to 92%. So if you tell this tool you are an expert in, in linguistics and you are an expert in trivia game, it will be right like almost every time. So, so it's, let's it's see, moving. Let's see, let's you are a linguistic expert. What is a synonym for a goal that starts with C? <laughs> As a language model, I can provide you with a few synonyms for goal that start with the letter C. <laughs> One is aim, <laughs> two, ambition, <laughs> three, aspiration, four, challenge. Okay, then it got to the C, five, conquest, and six, culmination. Please note, while these words are similar in meaning to goal, they may blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, but obviously a different answer. That's cool. <laughs> a different answer. It's a more, well, quality-wise, a better answer. Well, but this just proves, and it doesn't, um, it's not right, it's not correct for GPT 3.5, mm -hmm. which is the basis for uh, for whatever we all, the non-paying users, <laughs> use uh, um, when it comes to chat GPT. Well, um, but the idea is, why, why I'm telling this is 
that it's basically always relevant to tell ChatGPT to behave in a role. It will always increase the quality of the answer. And we teach this in our training. So always tell your, your um, assistant to be a person. So mm -hmm. it doesn't, it, it's not enough to tell it, solve this task. You want it to behave as an expert in this area. I find this really, really interesting, really cool, because, um, you know, human beings also have cognitive errors or make mistakes, and they're predictable. So we make predictable mistakes with our biases that we have. And one way to overcome these mistakes is to tell the people to behave in a certain way, like uh, think like an analyst, think like um, a scientist or so. And then people start to avoid most of the biases because they step out of a new a normal uh, backbone reaction. That's really, really cool. Um, and also it tells us about kind of what these models are. They are frozen. So this ChatGPT thing is a frozen model, 3.5. It has been trained with some data and the language model inside the core doesn't change. It doesn't learn. The thing is, um, and that's what I found also interesting. Sometimes you watch these prompt generation videos, which are out there on the chat for, or on YouTube for quite a while. And then you try to recreate what they've shown. And sometimes it doesn't work anymore mm -hmm. like that. It was like this. The language model doesn't learn. It's the same status, same frozen thing. But what it obviously did, ChatGPT is a large, big application around the language model. So what they do is the fine tuning. They kind of code stuff around and make fiddle around and make it work differently and behave and learn, as you as you may say, over time. Not the core as such, but the the, the, the application. And so sometimes the the videos that we watch will not be replicable. So you find things to say, look, that's the master prompt generation. You try it out and it doesn't work just because um, they kind of con constantly optimize the chat GPT as a function. Yeah, well, and it's, a, it's, it's simply a proof for, uh, for, for this, this hint that we give people mm -hmm. to really tell, tell um, chat GPT to behave as, an, as a person or as an existent. Yeah. Absolutely. I think this is amazing. So when people try to find out how to learn this prompting, I think the best is to imagine you talk to a human being and talk to like a human being in a way, not like a program or computer. And um, tell them you are this person makes the difference because then you can talk to this person like as if this was this person. And that's what I really found. Cool. Great, Adam. Amazing. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, well, the, the second thing that um, I'm not going to even talk about the, the, the image generator things that I have collected. So maybe we will next time. Yeah. But the second thing that I wanted to, to, to tell you is that Bing, Bing chat, which mm -hmm. is basically free for everyone, not only uses chat GPT or GPT-4 as basis for, uh, for answers, but just recently, two, one week or last week or two weeks ago, it received access to um, all the plugins, to the current, to the uh, browsing feature. So if you ask and to, to the image generators, mm -hmm. so it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like a huge upgrade for free. You get like the access to all the features that ChatGPT or GPT-4 has when you pay the 20 bucks version. And well, you get all these features for free when you use uh, Bing Chat, which is bing.com slash chat. And if you ask a question like, what's the most popular movie this year? It will search the web for the most popular movies 
And then you can ask follow-up questions like you always do with ChatGPT. Show me some pictures of the main actor and combine this picture with whatever. So everything is now possible with Bing Chat. You can ask for, is this person alive? And it will know. So it's um, ChatGPT doesn't. Bing.com slash chat. That's it, yeah. And That's you it. can ask for pictures. You can ask to browse the web to figure out the most popular destination. And it will ask all these Ex Expedia plugins. So it's incredible that they put all these features for free into Bing Chat. So it's it's like a hack if you don't want to pay for, for the ChatGPT version, the Pro version, Plus version. You yeah. will get it for free. But yeah. well, the... the yeah. That, yeah, continue. I, I, mean, I just wanted to say it was, it, the Bing.com slash chat is also when you go to Bing as a search engine and you can, then there's kind of this top, which goes like chat. It's the same thing as I just found out. So, um, what would you say? So, I would say I would search for a picture of somebody like uh, show me a picture of an uh, AI picture of um, whatever, and then it will search the database and um, find these pictures like any Google search. Or how is this going? Yeah, so whoever you ask for, show me a picture of the main actor in this and this movie, it will it will work and then you can ask follow-up questions. So you you have much more, well, use cases that this tool will allow you to solve for you. So create a picture or show me a picture. It's the very common use case, which is not possible with, with ChatGPT yet. Mm. I've just done this with the picture, this fake picture of uh, Pope, um, of our Pope Francis, and it immediately goes like Google and search for it. And then you can click on these pictures. Are like It's a bit like, feels like a search engine still, but it is now interactive. But it, it should show it to you. But, so it does. Okay. So if, if, if you ask the right question, it will show you pictures. But the, the idea is... Um, you can you can try out the new ChatGPT features in Bing Chat. I still don't really like Bing Chat. I don't mm. know how you feel. It, the it's same. More, it's more like a very very narrow version. It's it's too correct. It always tries to be too correct, and it shows all these these references, which is mm. great. But in the end, it sounds it it, it looks like a very much uh, too politically correct version of ChatGPT. It's always like it behaves too correct. Uh, yeah, for me, it is, for me, it's a diff completely different use case or user experience. When I use this chat function in Bing, it goes like if I gave it to an assistant to, to search the web and come back mm -hmm. to search results. Like you give a human being the task, search for kind of whatever stats about or some research science papers, and they would go do the, uh, the search and come back with a, a hit list and explain what they found and you can go in the dialogue. That's this use case. And um, if I want to chat with someone, if I have like a question to a friend, I don't want this friend always to open the browser, type something in and come back with some Google statements. Like this is what I found on the web. It's not what I want. I want to talk mm. to you. I want to see your, your opinion. I'm not looking for facts and data in this point of uh, time or like the wording thing. And I have one I want to think something to word it for me, to write, to be creative and inspiring. Then I don't want it to Google and first and then come back with some search results. So for me, completely different use case. Both make sense, but they have a different meaning. And if I, I try to bypass sometimes when ChatGPT is not available, I go to Bing and that, it doesn't work like that. 
<laughs> yeah, even even well, Bing even tells you how how it behaves. So it will show you well um, what it's what it is doing, searching for the most popular movie twenty twenty three, generating answers to you for you. I don't want to see it. I want it to behave as a, as a real assistant. Just yeah. give me the answer. I know there is something happening in the background, but don't show me. So I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, be more human. Be more. Yeah, human. Yeah. So, doesn't it sound crazy? We're talking be about AI. Human. We say be more human, but behave more like a human being. And then come. If I then ask you, where did you find this? And then it can can go and say, look, this is where I found it, and give me the list of research. But the way how Bing operates is really first do the Google search, come back with some results. And this is, again, somehow for me biased in a certain way because it's not spontaneous. It's not generating things that sound great. It's just doing a web search and having some text decorated around. Completely different use case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but why was why we say this um, about kind of finding these pictures? I have one thing that I maybe want to share is... Um, is a, you know, Pixabay, you know, Unsplash and all the other free image resources where you can search for images. I recently found one which is more or less the same for AI-generated images. It's called mm -hmm. Lexica. Let me let me open it up. It's lexica.art. Uh, you have to sign up and then you have access. It looks a bit like these other things where you find all images that are just created and then you can search for images from different sources. And additionally, um, for a limited amount of images that you can create in the free version, you can create also images on yourself. It's not like Midjourney, the same thing, but it has like her Aperture and Stable Diffusion 105. So it's, it's okay. Um, I use this also sometimes to generate some pictures for whatever purpose if I don't find something better. But just a nice picture database, fully yeah, AI well, generated. I found some some crazy, very new use cases for all these image generators that I'm going to show you next week. So next I... time. Okay, so it's, <laughs> I'm curious to see this, but maybe we don't kind of blow it up today for too much. So this no. is then for next time, yeah? Exactly. Cool. 13 minutes is enough. Okay, okay. Peter, well, talk this to you next great. week. See you next week then. Stay tuned. There is more crazy stuff coming soon.